four. Yes, I'm back. I know it's been like forever since I've had a podcast for the morning self-discovery. Um, but uh, yes, I'm back. So welcome everybody. Um, I hope everybody is having a wonderful um, evening. Um, I am here because I really wanted to uh, talk with someone who I have um, met recently through a Facebook uh, media, Facebook group that I'm in. And um, her conversation, her live in our Facebook group really resonated with me spiritually because um, she was talking about her journey as far as being a people pleaser. So I I thought that would be a great topic for me to um, get into as as part of our journey to more self-discovery. So I want to welcome my special guest, um, Shanita, Shanita Pack, and she is a creative artist here in the Cleveland area. So I really wanted to um, bring her on so we can talk more about um, being a people pleaser, because I know I have those tendencies, and I'm sure a lot of you out there in the uh, audience and listening world have those type of tendencies too. We just want to just give a, you know, just have a, a chat. So Chanita, I really appreciate you coming on and um, on the podcast and, uh, you know, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Harriet. And thank you for inviting me. And to anyone listening, there's a reason she says Chanita. Chanita is because I have like 5,000 pronunciations. <laughs> <laughs> if you say Chanita, preferably Chanita. If you say Chanita, it doesn't offend me. I'm like, yeah, okay. Just don't say Chiquita because I am not. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not the Chiquita as the banana. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Chiquita, just um, give us an overview of how, what you do, and who you are. And um, uh, incidentally, we both belong to a uh, Facebook group for. It's called Sisters in Business. We both have our own little uh, businesses, and you know we connected through that type of um, Facebook group. So just tell me, tell us about you know yourself a little bit and um, what you do, and 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 just talk about briefly about how you deemed yourself as a or was or coming going through the journey of not was being a people pleaser and how you're evolving from that. Okay. Um, well, my, my business is, my, my brand is called as is my business is as is creations. I am, I'm an artist to be honest. I feel like the word artist doesn't fully capture what I'm up to. I'm a rather talented person. Music is my first love. So most people know mm. me. Okay. And, um, yeah, I come from a musical family. I come from a, a spiritual family. And I, my intention with as is, is to use all the gifts that I have, particularly visual and performing arts, to help us, to help Black people heal and embrace our authentic selves. Mm. Um, so it's kind of like the same methods that have been used to brainwash us. I intend to use those to deprogram us. <laughs> so I say that, and because it's that, I say that um, I don't feel like there's anything in the English language that fully captures what as is is. So I say it's an invitation for those of us who want to get off the psychological plantation. Mm. Because most mm. people know 
about some t-shirts that I sell with an image on it with my logo. Cute little girl on it has the words as is. And there's also a boy. Um, I sell the t-shirts periodically. But then there's been a few times in which I've offered workshops. It's, oh, okay. it's my business, so I can do whatever I feel I need to offer to help us clean up our stuff. That's not the word I use, but right, right. <laughs> I get you. Right. So we're gonna talk, yeah, we're gonna talk about um where people can reach out to you in the end, but um I wanna uh talk about your revelation of how you uh defined yourself um initially as a people uh, person what was your defining moment can you give us an example um you know overall it was okay first i would say that my my experience of being a people pleaser is more so like putting everyone else before me like making them a priority making their their needs a priority and Mm -hmm. um when I was younger, I know that um, I had access, thankfully, to a lot of stuff. I was um, my parents had me involved with a lot of things, and um, you know I'm very talented. I was involved in things, and then I, I felt like my friends weren't going in the same directions as me. Mm-hmm. The way that I held myself back, not consciously. I don't think it was consciously. It's been only within the past several years that I realized what I did. It's there's a way that I have um, tended to tended to your well being before my own. Right. I'm fine, and I'll stop, and I'm like, wait, here, are you good? You good? And and <laughs> I gotta stop whatever to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know my and stuff could be now. I'm things could be happening to me. You know, I could be experiencing hardship, but it's okay. I need to make sure you're okay. Mm-hmm. And and something happened recently where I was about to, um, well, I attended a conference last week called Future Land. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who don't, don't know, this is um, a conference for people in the industry of tech, art, and culture here in Cleveland. Oh, okay. It was a big deal to be there. I was so someone gifted me with tickets to be there. Mm-hmm. They gave me two tickets to say, "Who will I give the other ticket to?" And I decided to offer the other ticket to a fellow artist. And I used to be very supportive of this friend a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more involved into visual arts than I am. And I was, you know, making sure he's good. And and so I, I give him the ticket, the virtual ticket. He didn't go. <laughs> Let me go hmm. back. He didn't go. But even before then, because he said he was going to go, I was like, okay. But when I, I thought about offering him a ride, because I know he was mm-hmm. more, I thought about offering him a ride. So I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. It's like, okay, make sure you get downtown first. Mm-hmm. I get downtown. At some point while I'm down there, I'm, I'm texting him to give, let him know, like, okay, this is what's going on. I checked this out and blah, 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 you know, so he'll know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I'm parked at City Hall, 
which was several blocks, like a 13 minute, 15 minute walk, 13 to 15 minute walk from the actual venue. That's, oh, wow. That's, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll send him a text telling him some, you no, know, I, I see that he responds. He responded to my earlier text, let him know what to expect when he got here. And I'm considering offering him a ride. Mm -hmm. Leaving downtown and driving to go get him, which probably would have taken, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes to get to him and then 15, 20 minutes to get back. Mm -hmm. Because I had this window and thought, uh, so I said, are you at home? I text, are you at home? And he says, yeah. Mm-hmm. I asked if he was at home because I was also wondering if he was on his way. Right, right, <laughs> right. He was on his way. Mm-hmm. And somebody said, don't offer him a ride. Wait and see if he'll ask. Make him ask, you know. And, and when he responded that, yeah, he was at home, something's like, you know what? You did your part. Right. You gave him the ticket, and this was a $99 ticket. Wow. Um, you 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 made all these calls, sent emails and and inbox messages to make sure that the second ticket was corrected, that my name was taken off and his information was put on there. You did all of that. You really want to make mm-hmm. sure he had a smooth um uh experiences as far as uh, checking in mm-hmm. went into the different workshops and all that it's like you gave him a 90 he knew how much the tickets i said you know something's like go get your blessing you're not responsible mm-hmm. for him go get your blessing don't burn gas to go get him and make sure like oh you gotta participate you may miss out like no you may right miss. right so that was your epiphany. Um, and did he ever give a, did he, so what was the outcome of all that? Um, he just uh, kind of fluffed you off and didn't what give he, you an explanation? There was, okay, so he missed out on the conference, the, the official conference. Mm-hmm. There, there were these extra events that took place. And there was one, there was an excursion that took place uh, where you can get, uh, a tour of Cleveland mm-hmm. for little things. So I signed. So that was on Saturday. I signed up for that one. You went. You got on the bus, and um, I signed up for the one that that gave you a tour of what they're calling our Cleveland's Black Wall Street. Oh, okay. And so there's a morning. There's morning trips, and there's afternoon. I took the morning. When we pull up, we're down in the flats and downtown Cleveland, and when we pull up, and there's a line of people waiting for the afternoon, and I see mm-hmm. him there. Oh, so he did make his way down. Yeah, yeah. but so he made his way to this, but you missed the whole, because it was, if, if I really think about it, Future Land was a huge networking event. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, he enjoyed himself on that little bit that he went on, but um, that was just an extra perk. <laughs> right. That was just an extra perk. But, but And I had to tell myself, you're not responsible for him. 
See, that's what that people please. It's like, you know what? Like always making sure, like, are you okay? You missing out? You missing out? So, mm -hmm. that That's on him. So was that um, experience, was that the epiphany of you of realizing um, that you want to make sure that everybody else is good, whether, you know, you're going out of your way, kind of um, denying your own needs just to make sure everybody else is, is good. Was that the final straw, so to speak, of uh, realizing that you are essentially a people person? Yeah. And, and I would say, um, to be honest, uh, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. It's scary. And I say that because apparently someplace, some, somewhere in me, I felt that I had to be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, we all take on these traits. We think we have to be this way. And it essentially boils down to, I got to be this way to survive. And I feel like um, there's a fear that uh, several things are in there, like fear of abandoning someone, someone thinking I abandoned them, mm -hmm. um, you know, being considered the bad guy because I took care of self. Mm -hmm. That one right there, you know, um, this whole like self-sacrifice and stuff is not working. It's not working. <laughs> right. And you know, we, we talked about this off air um, about um, the self-sacrificing um, that we are conditioned, especially for women and particularly for women of color, um, black women. We are so used to being um, taking care of everybody else, you know, everybody else's needs. And, you know, <laughs> We've seen, like we've mentioned before off air, um, we've seen our grandmothers and great grandmothers and, you know, taking care of everybody else, taking care of the family, taking care of their employer, taking care of whatever other than themselves. And they, you know, and they don't have enough energy or, you know, just deplete it by the time, you know, their own, you know, family uh, needs need to be met and they're just completely exhausted. So that's something that, you know, we as black women, particularly that, you know, that's something that we were, that's something that's been ingrained in us. So it, it is hard. Yeah. And it is hard to flip that, you know, the script, so to speak. So how are you flipping the script, so to speak? Um, baby steps. Mm -hmm. Like now that apparently I've pointed myself in that direction, there's so many, um, fears that I've addressed and I freed myself from. So this, mm -hmm. is, this is no different. So I'm having to tell myself, okay, um, even me being candid, letting letting you all know, like, I'm scared. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> my body's like, what? What are you? We don't do that. You got to make sure that this person is okay. You can't. I mean, happen to talk to myself, that, that part of me, and get her to understand you're not being the bad guy you're not hurting anyone you're right hurting anyone and i think it's because of well i suspect there's probably something that i experienced in my past perhaps my um i think i associated um it's not the only thing but um i'm pretty sure there are a lot of people who can unfortunately relate to molestation and mm -hmm. I, because i was left alone something bad happened to me 
though I might, like if you really dig deep into your stuff, it's amazing what comes up, you know, like takes yeah. you back to when you're eight or four or something. And right. I, I never wanted to be like the people who, I never wanted to inflict harm on anyone the way someone, the way people have inflicted harm on me. Mm. So that that's one thing. And then it became, you know, um, because of the way my young mind interpreted what happened. Mm-hmm. Their fear of, well, I can't leave Harriet or I can't tend to my stuff and what I desire and what I need. Are you good? Are you mm-hmm. okay? Making sure you're okay. Are you okay? Um because I think somewhere in the back of my head, I think something's going to happen to you if I don't. Huh. So you t- like- do you take on the responsibility of someone else's, you know, well-being and, you know, you Big carry time. that burden? Big time. Um, mm-hmm. Even a, I had a an ex-boyfriend who pointed that out. He said, you always keep worrying about me. So mm-hmm. what about you? And, and mind you, it's not that I'm that way in all areas of my life, but there, mm-hmm. there, there's a certain way that it shows up. What yeah. and what is it that really the flashing lights? What what is it that can you pinpoint exactly when it shows up, or it just depends. It, anyone that I, I well, I don't know of anyone. Certain people that I that I feel are are loved ones. It can be male or female. That much I know. Mm-hmm. It's not just about men. Um, there were going going back to my childhood. There 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 were opportunities that I had that I passed up because the door wasn't open for my friends. Mm. And so I mean I'm standing right there in the door, and you know someone can be inviting me to something. I'm like, no. Well, well, hold up. Let me see if this person wants to go. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. hey. Um, I wonder if some of that is it, it. Well, it just comes from how I interpreted things as a child because I had no adults to talk to. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I didn't have my parents in my life. I'm saying I didn't have conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And, um. And unfortunately, like my dad was the typical provider, so his whole thing is go to work, mm-hmm. come home. Right. <laughs> and uh, and by the way, my father, all my friends know this, is like, th- for those of you who are old enough to know this, my father is George Jefferson, Fred Sanford, and James <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ain't no Cliff Huxtable in there, you know. <laughs> and my my mom was uh well my mom was like uh what was her name Florence the the, the maid from uh mm. Jefferson mixed with Aunt Esther. Oh okay imagine these two people people married to each other it's funny. Um but my mom was my biggest cheerleader mm-hmm. and I is when I was really small and at that time I had no problem being the best, I had no problem if I got the best grades. I had no problem if I had something someone else didn't have, or you know, I didn't mm-hmm. think that much of it. And then, unfortunately, her mental illness kicked in, and I think mm-hmm. I started to, I 
start questioning my own mind, my own mm-hmm. original thoughts. And it just, I don't know, I'm curious to know like how not having her to talk to or any other adult, um, how, how much that played a role in me really misinterpreting a lot of stuff wrong. Right. Like, really thinking that, like, I didn't understand all the ways that jealousy would show up. Mm. Even I, I would hear other kids talk about someone and, you know, um, someone, oh, look at, look at him. He's always raising his hand. He's always giving the answer and all that. It's not the people directing towards me. I would hear them say it about mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I could give it. So, so I would interpret it like, oh, really? Shouldn't do that, huh? Shouldn't raise our hand. Like, shouldn't be the one giving all the answers. Mm-hmm. But because I caught so much hell at home because of my mom's mental Ill- illness, because mm-hmm. she, she became um, verbally abusive. Mm-hmm. I can't catch hell outside of this house. Right. I have to survive in this school. Mm-hmm. And if, what can I do for you to not bother me? And that may have contributed to me also. Feeling, okay, what do you need? Mm-hmm. I got to bother you. And if you are trying, I'm actually figuring this out as I'm talking to you. If, if you say something like, Dad, Shanita, why are you, you know, Whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, why are you always getting the solo, or why you did, or maybe you didn't say it. I'm just assuming you're going to say it now. Mm-hmm. I'm stop, and now it's like, okay, well, what are you doing? Let's do what. What do you want to do? What do you need? Where do you want to go? So once again, it, it's the pattern of um, denying yourself, denying what you want to do in order to. And as kids, is it for to fit in, so to speak, to, to speak, or yeah? Or and you know what? Okay, and, and there's kind of a distinction between it. Because you don't feel like it's more so about fitting. It is like, but definitely not fitting out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I definitely can't afford to be an outcast. I, you know, I like I can't I can't afford that because I think it's gonna hurt. I think I'll die. Right. Right. <laughs> Wow. I even went to, um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the friends that I made at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I didn't even pick a school based on what my true desires were. I would have, I remember meeting an elder who heard me sing. He's like, you should have gone to like Bethune Cookman or something like that. And I was just like, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take that wrote I I didn't I really call myself taking the path to be normal mm-hmm. to be, and to be like others and um anyway and and I feel like that's also a way of me thinking that I'm doing what other people like I'm doing I'm doing what what I feel makes sense to everybody else not what I want Mm-hmm. But I think makes sense to everybody else. 
So tell us, what are you doing to, what is your journey now to, to your self-discovery? After knowing all this, you you very clearly aware of, of the who, what, when, where, and why. So what are you doing now to combat those old thoughts, those old habits? Um, first, I've, I've, I started doing a lot of stuff in private. Like mm-hmm. I have to enjoy my own company. And um, so writing a lot. And when I say doing a lot of stuff by myself, because then I started doing things that um, pique my interest. Mm-hmm. That, um, even if it's something like a certain movies that maybe I have more of an interest in than I think my peers do. I'll just go mm-hmm. to the movies. So, going to some event. I've done a lot by myself. I've mm-hmm. learned by myself so much that now I need to learn how to be with people. Mm. So I have to learn how to connect with people of like mind. So I've, I think it's safe to say that um you know, the internet helped when, when even before social media, when everybody was, when we were in these Yahoo chat rooms, right? I got to share my interests and like, I'm in a way I'm hiding behind the monitor. Like for example, mm-hmm. um, at the time, and maybe even with some folks now, you know, I, I was black and I like rock music. Mm. Like the, the people around me aren't liking rock, but I'm like, but I like rock. Right. The internet helped me a lot because I can say like I like rock and then all of a sudden connect with other black people that like rock. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. my God. Mm-hmm. Those things start boosting my self-esteem, my, my confidence, and like, yeah, I'm I these are my interests. Um as I heal my relationship with money, ooh, come on all y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, more than once I've heard of, of how um, you know money money is just energy it's mm-hmm. a reflection of your energy and am I repelling it which I was and so I've had to learn how to receive mm. I, I got a massage today I'm used to giving massages I got a massage today I, I can count on one hand the number of times I've received a massage mm-hmm. and today I think I've gotten a little better with just receiving like in fact someone treated me to the massage on top of it oh wow so, so it's like will you just learn to just you see instead of you know letting my mind wander like okay is this person okay is the is the temperature in the room okay like it's like he will say he needs something if he does mm-hmm. and um it's really baby steps of allowing myself to receive and convincing myself uh, that actually, uh, yeah, you're okay to be selfish in this mm-hmm. way. <laughs> and, and like what we talked about, um, you know, bef- prior to the this show, that um, you can't be um, good to anyone else until you're good to yourself. So you got to take care of yourself first. Like the, the airplane analogy, you know, when the yeah. plane, yeah, put the oxygen mask on you first and then you assist or help others. So. 
Hey, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, that message, I would have no problem telling someone else that. Now I have mm -hmm. to convince myself that because I think it's all those doggone whoopings I got. And mm -hmm. you know, people talking about, oh, um, the thing about good and bad. When you're just little, I'm still that kid interpreting things of, you know, I got to be good. I can't be bad. And I'm mm -hmm. being like tending to self as being bad. So I'm working, still working on convincing her to not mm -hmm. be bad. Right. <laughs> right. So tell us, how do you, um, tell us about your, um, your artiste, your artists, your creations. That, okay. Um, what I've noticed lately is, and I'm, yeah, I have no way of showing you anything right now, but yeah, we'll, we'll go to that. I, Oh, so check this out. So I used to draw a lot when I was younger. Mm -hmm. My things were always singing, acting, and drawing. I stopped drawing around the age of 14. Mm -hmm. And that had a lot to do with the way the curriculum was set up in my school. And I wouldn't draw at home because my, you know, my mom was great. I, I wasn't doing anything at home. Mm -hmm. I fill that void with baked goods mm. and I didn't know that until around the mid 2000s I figured that out that and I I gained a lot of weight and I was filling that void with cakes and cookies and stuff mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what I've learned is for me drawing art is my my voice my self-expression so I'm always, I say I'm in a place of self-discovery. This is me finding through my art, if I'm painting, if I'm creating something uh, like with ceramics or whatever I feel like doing. I feel like I'm finally letting that girl, like, mm -hmm. in fact, I'm going to say the name the way my mom, named Chanita, I'm letting Chanita get out what she has to get out because something that I mentioned when we talked beforehand Something I learned in school, and maybe some folks can relate to this. Mm -hmm. I feel like I mastered how to give teachers what I felt they wanted. Mm. Not, not what I really want. You know, write on the paper what I think you want to hear. Mm -hmm. not, not how I really feel. <laughs> right. Right. So I wow. lost my so I'm I'm gaining my regaining, reclaiming my voice through my art. And um wrestling with that thought of, you know, am I crazy? Because it's cre my creativity and no one else has it. So I'm always wrestling with um, that fear of being wrong. And a lot of that stems from something that happened in kindergarten with art. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, that's not how you do it. I'm like, what? Not <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I especially um, I love drawing people for I paint more, but s someone shared with me a style that they really felt I should do. I've seen the style, so I and apparently she's everyone's like that's you, and mm -hmm. I I'll do it until I don't want to do it anymore. So it's um. I call it my little ancestral paintings. And mm. if anyone looks at 
what I do if you if you go to my as is pages, not my as is, I'm sorry, my Instagram pages. I have two pages. One is more so for as is, which is me um, promoting the imagery of as is and encouraging you all to embrace yourself as is. The other page, Shanita World, is more so allowing folks to look into my, well, enter my world of creativity, whatever that may be. It may not just be art, mm-hmm. anything inside. And this is also my way of letting that little girl know she's not crazy. I think um, being, you know, using your talent to express yourself is the most um, effective way. And for those who can relate, I'm going to put, it's okay. I'm going to put your information in in the show notes because I'm sure there's a lot of us, myself included, who can, you know, definitely relate and I, I think what you're doing is phenomenal. Um, we as black women, um, you know, like I, like I said, we've been so suppressed for so long. And so you expressing yourself as a way you want to, and like you said, Shanita's world is for people to really know you, who your authentic self, and um, I, I and I'm sure, you know, a lot of us can relate to that. So I will definitely um, put that out there in the show notes. At um, at um, the first one is at um, as is creations. That's your Instagram. Yeah. Okay, and the other one is um, Shanita's world. Yeah, just Shanita World, no S. Shanita World, okay, got you. And that okay. actually came about because someone, uh, this is, I'm from Cleveland, but I moved to California, and I'll never forget someone pointed out to me, she's older, much older, and she's pointing out to me how there are men who find me attractive, and, and I'm like, baby, I don't see it. And she's like, you're just, but they're different out there in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I more direct uh-huh. so she pointed us like i'm just in shanita world yeah i don't i don't <laughs> <laughs> like you gotta be direct if you want to get in here he needs to be there and um uh-huh. that i noticed i would just say shanita world but um you know i appreciate you inviting me over this because it's something i also realized as i said that about you know then there's the fear of uh, like am I crazy just being myself? Mm-hmm. Right. That whole thing is it, still there's still a way. Well, this this is another way that the people pleasing comes up. Mm-hmm. The a fear of being myself, um, fully because even mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure like, well, who am I versus the the, mm-hmm. the mask that I've taken on, all in effort to make sure. That everybody's okay around me. Everybody's comfortable. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And again, it's like I've discovered, um, we talked about this. In the end, 
nobody who, who's going to care i mean we're putting ourselves out here you know mm-hmm. making sure that everybody else is fine even sometimes let's 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 be honest sometimes you know we put ourselves out there for family members who really you know if we die tomorrow i mean they'll mourn but they'll just go right on on you know it'll be you know business as usual the next day so it, it's about yeah it's about taking care of yourself first and then make you know then you choose who you want to you know um put who you want to put yourself out there to it, it's, it's no obligation that you have to you know save the world and we, we just can't no matter how hard we try and we, we just can't do it that saving the world yeah it's kind of like i gotta be the martyr Right. Oh, and here's another thing I want to people. I think there's also an an arrogance there, at least for me. Mm -hmm. There's an arrogance there because, you know, growing up and you see these stories of heroes or heroines, Mm -hmm. there's this thing of like, well, if I sacrifice, you know, I'm the hero, I'm the heroine, the shero, and I. That makes me lovable because everyone loves the hero. Right, right. The more right. I suffer, yeah. Um, for though, okay. For anyone who, if you really think about this, if you grew up in a church, um, and although I, I don't follow any religion anymore, but mm-hmm. definitely gotta consider the impression I had of like, well, who, shoot, um, who made a bigger sacrifice than Jesus? Right. So, and everyone loves him. So, you know, I wonder what that does. I'm like, okay, I just, I got to keep sacrificing in order mm-hmm. to be loved. And um, yeah, I got, but I, I, I got to make the ultimate sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and never mind me, how are you? Right, right, exactly. Well, um, we're going to wrap it up, but um I'm going to make sure everybody, you know, who's listening, please check out Shanita's um, Instagram. Please follow her. Do you do, um, like, if anybody wants a self-portrait or, I mean, do you, how, how do you do, what type of business do you offer for those uh, who might be interested? Honestly, I only do stuff that I'm inspired to do. Like, I follow- okay. Waking up one morning, surprisingly, and as I walk, got up out of my bed, something said, "Do something with the cues." For those of you familiar with fraternities, Omega Psi Phi, I was like, "What?" <laughs> I did it. I per- and I painted a picture of my cousin, who's that, mm. and he bought it. And then a class, old classmate, saw it and was like, "Hey, so I, I will say this. Look at my work." If there's something you desire, it it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't gotcha. hurt to ask. I, I put it that way because um, I love to be of service, and if I can, I will. That, there you go. Your choice. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it's <laughs> your choice. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And, but I will tell you this. When people have asked me to paint pictures of them, Mm-hmm. It has to be a picture that I choose because it has to be something I, that speaks to me because I'm always trying to capture what it is I see in that photo. Wow. And that, that's the true waters. That, that's using your creativity. And, that's the true and, 
and and it's I'm like I really love capturing the spirit of people, and I can't help but see the good in folks. So I'm like I gotta capture what I see right here, mm-hmm. and. I'm, Oh, I wanted to say this before um, we go, because you, you said something that has me thinking, and maybe you'd be, I'm saying this to myself, and it could be encouragement to anyone looking. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I guess it's a matter of us taking, choosing to take the, the one step and to trust that we will connect with the right people who respect us respecting ourselves, putting ourselves first. You know, they're the people wow. in our lives, including family, like you said, who uh, when you when you make yourself a priority, they have a problem with that. And I guess it's, uh, oh, my body is shaking right now as I speak this. So I guess I'm having to learn that. That this is a psychological plantation to trust that um, we'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Either Either letting those people go or redefining who they are in our lives and trusting that um, I'm going to use the word better, better folks Mm -hmm. show up. And there's a line in the song by Earth, Wind and Fire called Fantasy that that sticks with me. And that's the line in that song is what encouraged me. Well, what, when I when I had the thought to move to California and I, it was a gut feeling, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was worried. I was crazy. Like, what is this strong feeling? But this line in the song says, um, you will find other kinds that have been in search of you. And I went out there and I met more folks of like mind and spirit. And now I'm back here in Cleveland meeting more people of like mind and like spirit. Wow. Wow, what an ending and what a perfect uh, saying as Earth, Wind & Fire is my all-time favorite <laughs> hey. band. That was my, that's my all-time. And it's funny that you mentioned it because they, they're my all-time um, group. And yeah, fantasy, that is that definitely speaks volumes. So we all so, got to after this. Everybody yeah, I, I suggest everybody, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up on YouTube. It, it's on YouTube. Hear the song. Listen to the lyrics of Fantasy by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Well, Shanita, it's been a pleasure. Um, we have a lot in common, um, which I'll, I'll talk to you after when I go off the air. But you guys, please check her out at, uh, on Instagram, um, as is Creations, and um, also um, Shanita's World without the S. Shanita World. And if you are, if you are, as I say, as is an invitation. So you, if you are up for getting off this psychological plantation, hey, just come along. Because keep in mind that when Harriet Tubman and people like her freed themselves, they had no idea what to expect. So that's why I say this. It's, I can't fully say what it is, but it ain't this. Right, (laughs) right. Together, we'll create our new reality. Exactly. Well said. All right, you guys, um, please stay tuned. There are going to be, I'm going to be coming back um, and do some more podcasting. Um, and if those who are interested, I do have a um, online t-shirt and I also have clothes and I also have beauty products online. So I'll put that in the show notes as well as those who are interested in purchasing. Um, 
I know you said you do um, t-shirts as well, Janita, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, my my t-shirts comes in waves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's why y'all gotta be. So when they come around again, you can there you go. There you go. All um, right. You um, anyone? If oh, I'm sorry. Is no, 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 go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh huh. Okay. Um, if any uh, anyone watching, if you're in Columbus, Ohio, or near Columbus, Ohio, I will be at No Boat Arts the weekend before Thanksgiving selling my art. So um, oh. that's N-O-B-O arts. Well, arts and gifts. So I can think of like, look, look them up, find them on Instagram or um, Facebook and you'll get the information about it. And I'm sure you have that information on your Instagram page yeah. as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, everybody, you guys stay safe um, and be blessed. And I will talk with you soon. And thank you so much, Janita. I appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate you too, Harry. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.